This is a Faith FM podcast. You're listening to The Faith Experiment with Robbie Bergen, right across Australia, right here on Faith FM. Hello there, and thanks again for joining me once again. My name is Roy Bergen, and you're listening to The Faith Experiment right across Australia. And this is episode 52 of The Faith Experiment, and I'm calling this episode Social Media, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Now, if you have missed any of the previous episodes of The Faith Experiment, you can go to your app store on your favorite device and download the Faith FM app. And check under the podcasting section for The Faith Experiment. You also go to all good podcasting platforms so you won't miss any of our episodes. Now, this episode is a very special episode. We are on the road and we are in a location known as Stewart's Point in North New South Wales. This is actually being recorded live in front of a massive audience. Say hello, everyone. This is super exciting. This is what we call a big camp. And big camp is a place where a bunch of Christians get together. I was told there's about 4,000 people over the course of this week who came to camp. And today is uh, the last day of the camp. And I get to sit down with a bunch of young people. And we're going to discuss today's topic, which is social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, once again, on The Faith Experiment, I have a giveaway to give you. And this is a resource you absolutely want to get. It's a little book called The Planet in Rebellion. To get this free book, wait till the end of the episode and I'll give you today's code word you can text into the Faith Experiment number. So if you have your phone, get it out now. Say the number of your phone. It's 0488-453-11. Save it into your phone, 0488-453-11. All right, so I have six people sitting in front of me here. This is, this is a first for the Faith Experiment. It's normally me and at least one other person I'm interviewing. But today I've got a panel of young people. So I want to go around really quickly, one by one, if you could just... Mention your name and where you're from in this great country of ours. So we'll start over here with the young lady on my right or left. Hi, I'm Savannah and I'm from Cessnock. Cessnock, all right, cool. Next. I'm Ronan, I'm from Kurumbong. All right, where's Kurumbong for those who don't know? Uh, north of Sydney, south of Newcastle. Excellent, thank you, Ronan. I'm Lulu and I'm from Austinville. Where's Austinville for those who don't know? It's near Ballina and Lismore. All right, again, New South Wales, and we've got... I'm Nathan. I'm also from Austinville. Wow, there's a bit of a crew from Austinville. Shout out to anyone listening to Faith of M in Austinville, which is around North New South Wales, getting close to the Queensland border, right? All right, cool. Next we've got... I'm Caleb from Kurumbong as well. Caleb from Kurumbong, which is, uh, yeah, how far from Sydney is Kurumbong, approximately? An hour. An hour, all right. And lucky last, we have... Annabella. Annabella. I'm from Mwollomba. Mwollomba. Wow, we've got sort of like Sydney North. That's kind of this area, isn't it? North New South Wales. So good representation. Round of applause for our panellists, everyone. Now, all of our panellists have been selected at random, I think. I don't know what your stories are like. I don't know what your experience is with social media, but we're going to unpack that on the show. Now, just really quickly, run around real quick again, ages, just approximately how old? I'm 16. 16. 17. 17. I'm 17. I'm 13. 16. 13. Okay, good. So this is, this is the demographic we're going to be talking to about this topic. We don't want to talk about grandmas and grandpas and uncles and aunts on Facebook and all that stuff because that's, you know, that's old school social media. We want to talk about what's happening right now in the, uh, the generation 
that this tent represents. So this tent is what we call the high school tent, so it's teens, and we're excited to have this conversation. So to get the ball running, I want to ask a question. How many of you actively use social media? Well, um, I use it a lot, mainly just to um, uh, connect with people from different areas because um, like, not everyone's uh, numbers can work. For like, example, if I have friends overseas, yes. I'll probably more talk to them over you know, Instagram or Snapchat. Right, right, good. Okay, what about the rest of you? I use it for like, you know, texting as well as just like, enjoying just spare time looking at reels. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you use social media for texting? As well as like Wow, okay, cool. Keep going. Yeah, I'd agree with uh, what Caleb said. I mainly use it to speak with people that you know, I'm not around to speak with in person or then just for you know, your own entertainment as well. Viewing entertainment. Okay, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yep, next. I use social media to post stuff on and, yeah, to text people as well. So are you a content creator? You could say that. You could say that, all right. And how about you, Savannah? Um, I usually use it to talk to people and for entertainment. Okay, so you're all sort of active um, social media users. Now, I noticed, um, Lulu, you, you're not using social media? No? Okay, cool. So I'd love to have that input into the conversation as well. All right, so now my next question that people want to know, especially old people who are doing marketing research, they want to know what platforms people are using and why they're using them. So for those of you, you mentioned you're sort of texting or chatting with people, um, and some of you are saying entertainment. That's a really blanket statement. I'd like to dig into that in a bit too. But um, what platforms are you guys using? I think when it comes to just speaking with people, the main ones I'll be using personally is Instagram and Snapchat. It's just ease of you know being able to speak with people over a, a massive range, and it's you know a lot of people are using them, so it's quite easy to find others that have it. So how do you chat on Instagram? Just for the uninitiated, what do you do? So yeah, on Instagram, you you got your own account, and yep. other people have their own account. So you you can friend each other on it, and then you can send each other messages back and forth. Okay, and, and is a lot of people, like most of your friends using Instagram? Yep, yeah. Let's, let's put it out there to those who are watching in the live audience here. How many of you use Instagram? Raise your hands or do a shout. Yeah, do a shout because radio guys can't see your hands. Okay, just do it again so I can just see over here. Okay, so Instagram looks pretty popular. All right, anyone else here? What else are you guys using? Okay, so um, like Nathan has said, I, I use Snapchat and Instagram a lot for texting because, um, you know, some people have Snapchat, other people have Instagram, so you kind of like, um, yeah, you, you use different ones for different people. Um, but I also use Facebook. I'm okay. a little old school. Wow. Um, but I, I use Facebook more for marketplace. Like if I'm trying to look for something or if I'm trying to sell I'm seeing something. all the head shaking around for marketplace. Yeah, Is that a so, thing you guys are using Facebook for? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually really easy to like find um, cheap things that you wouldn't like. You would find more expensive at a store. Um, or if there's like a big group like uh, for like a, like a youth group or um, like different basketball unions and things that I'm in, like I'll join them to know what times and things that, things that are happening. On that. Facebook, yep. Anyone else? Anything else different? I use Discord along with it. Oh, there's some fans of Discord. Okay, explain Discord to us. It's basically just a chatting app for people to chat to other people on. Okay, why is Discord better than, say, Instagram from your perspective? I wouldn't really call it better. I'd say it's that different. they're both different. Yeah, they're, they're roughly the same. They've both got their perks. They've both got their downsides. So on, on Discord, you don't really have like people posting stories and stuff, like in terms of pictures and things. It's, it's more just text-based, right? It is text-based. So it's like texts just where it's multi-platform. 
lots of different people. All right. Now, one thing I heard, uh, I think it was Annabella, you said Snapchat. Now, I've seen Snapchat. I've, I think I've used it once or twice. It's the one with the little ghosty icon thing, right? Yeah, yeah, little yeah, yellow yeah. icon. See, I'm pretty cool. I know what the icon looks like. <laughs> Explain to me the appeal. So I used it probably back in 2011, 2012 when it first sort of came out. And I was like, I don't get the point of it. You take a picture at the point. When I used it, you took a picture and disappeared. Yeah. Is that still what it does? Yeah, it does. So um, usually you can change the settings so they can like disappear straight away or they can disappear over a 24-hour period um, unless you obviously, unless you uh, like save the, the photo. Um, I don't know. I guess like the appeal to it is it's kind of fun. Um, like when it first sort of came out, streaks were a huge thing. Like so people were um, continuing with their streaks, trying to keep, get like a up like levels up and all sorts of things so um yeah I, I don't know i guess it's another way to talk to people um as well as it like you can also facetime and things through that um so yeah it's just it's another way to talk to people but like using face and using your expressions and like things like that i have heard you got oh, you gonna say oh, something yeah, yeah just on to what annabella was saying i think people enjoy it because you can pretty much just use it in whatever you're doing you know you can just take a photo of whatever action, whatever moment you have, and then just send that out to people, and it's just the ease of sharing the moment, I think. Okay. I think it also appeals to um, like the older generations, especially with the filters. Like, I don't know if... When like, you say older, <laughs> <laughs> what, what age group are you talking I about? I mean, like, our parents and uh, things like that. So, I've, I've, when my mom got Snapchat, uh, she, she snapped You stopped me using with, it? Like, no, <laughs> no, but she would, like, snap me in the different filters and things like that. And it's, like, it's just something fun to play with with your friends and things like that. Um, who, who in the audience uses Snapchat? Oh, not so much. Well, there are some people, but it's definitely second place to Instagram, that's for sure. All right, so guys, um, oh, by the way, just on the Snapchat thing, I have heard that uh, one of the things that it's being used for, which is not so great, is, and uh, I wanna, this is, we want to keep this sort of G rating slash maybe PG. There's a couple of parents here. Um, the fact that you can take pictures and they disappear sort of has encouraged um, people to take pictures that would normally be pictures you wouldn't want to send to people, right? You know what I'm talking about, yeah? yeah. You're, you're, everyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right, good. So is that something that you guys have, have been exposed to, like your peers that use it for that sort of purpose? I know personally a lot of people I know have used it for those purposes. And, yeah, it's, it's not such a great thing because I think they feel like there's this sense of privacy and security, but really... There's so many ways that people can just get around it. Can still it. capture the disappearing yes, image. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've heard. I also think, from a female perspective, is that there like is a lot of, um, and this isn't like, like basing it off all like males are like this, but yes. I have had a lot of friends that have been harassed over that from those sorts of things, right. and um, girls that you know have really just like tried to like stop it, but they're like sending them like because they can every be day. sent without you asking for them, right? Like people yeah. can just send stuff yeah. to you. Has anybody in the audience received something inappropriate from a complete stranger? <laughs> just give a shout out so the listeners can hear. Just go, if you, if you have received it, just shout out, go, yeah. yeah. Okay, wow, that's more than I was hoping for. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty sad. Okay, um, other, other apps anyone else is using or your friends are using? I mean, you just Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that one on the side for this conversation. 
you've just got normal messages on your phone. So for it's like texting. That, for people that might not have social media platforms, you can just use So you guys messages. have to sort of sit in all these different channels to sort of keep communication happening, right? Different people use different apps. So you've sort of got everything in, like this person talks to me on this one, this one talks to me. Like, is it like that? Yeah. Yeah, it gets, it gets confusing to figure out which conversations you're in, especially when you get um, added to group chats. Yes. Because it's like, it, oh my goodness, your, your phone will just like buzz and buzz and buzz and buzz and buzz, and it's like super annoying. Okay, so I want to talk to uh, Lulu. You have been a little bit quiet, and that's because you, I think you recently stopped using social media. Is that, have I got that story right? No, I've never had it. Oh, you've yes, never had Lulu. it. Okay, cool. So I would like to, I'm, I'm interested why have you never used... I'm sure everyone around you is using it, right? I mean, these are some of your friends at the table here and they're using it. Why have you never used social media? Well, the full reason is that my parents won't let me get it, but I also don't want it because there's a lot of bad stuff that happens, like what we've said, yeah. and a lot of things that you don't want to see. But yeah. And yeah, okay. Yeah. So, all right. So that's. Let me ask you this: If your parents weren't keeping you from using it, would you be using it? I'd probably get it, but I'd probably not use it much because, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can just use just to text. I'd probably just use it to text. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So this show is called Social Media: The Good the bad, and the ugly. So we've talked about some of the good things already, right? You've, you've shared that what I'm getting so far we've talked about. The good is that it's an opportunity to have communication with a whole range of friends, different countries, no restrictions, different platforms. Is that about right? Now, the other thing that was mentioned was with the good is that you find it entertaining. Let's unpack that for a second. What sort of entertaining? Savannah, you said it was entertaining. How is social media entertaining to you? What kind of things do you do on social media to be entertaining? Um, I watch a bunch of like cooking and craft shows on social media because I really enjoy arts and crafts and stuff. And I also really like cooking, so I find it entertaining to watch how to make stuff. Okay. How about the rest of you? I think you said entertaining, didn't you? Yeah, I mainly um, just using it to follow things that you're interested in and you know keep up with you know, what might be happening around these topics, what might be happening around these certain people, and just being able to keep up and learn more about topics you're interested in. So did you say, um, Nathan, did you say, sorry, Ronan, Ronan, did you say it was entertaining for you too? I didn't, but I do find it entertaining. Okay, so it's coming, you've been confessing here across Australia. What do you find, what do you find entertaining about social media and what aspects of social media? Um, I like watching the... Fails that people do on social media. The fails. <laughs> yes. Anyone else like the fails? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, guys, here's a couple of things we've talked about. We talked about okay. So, it's, there is an entertainment factor. And I think that's probably the number one reason why social media is so successful is because it's entertaining. People are attracted to it. They sit on it. They stay on it. Now, here's a question for you. How? And we're sort of transitioning now to perhaps we've got the good. And now we're transitioning to perhaps the bad. How? Often, are you using social media per day? What do you think? Like in how, how long we're using it a day or if we're just using it every day? Because I know I personally would use it every day. Okay, so in the course of every day for you, how many times would you be on it? Would you be just checking things or would you be sucked into the swiping up um, vortex? Um, I think it depends. If I'm you know, going back and forth with people, then I might be on it for a lot longer. And if I'm 
not busy in the day and I'm just, you know, chilling at home, then I might just be swiping for quite a while. Here's a, here's a really personal question, everyone. This is aimed at everyone listening and watching this too. Do you use social media in the toilet? I can't hear you. I hope you wash your hands before <laughs> when you come out with your phones. You know, I saw a survey that they looked for bacteria on devices around the home. They found that the phones have the worst amount of bacteria because people are using them on the toilet. But anyway, that's another conversation. How about the rest of you? How often would you be using social media? I mean, like, I would use it, like, rest between, like, my study and stuff. So, like so it's to, your downtime. Yeah, basically. So, yep. like, yeah, use it for just... Escape. How about you, Annabelle? So, as I've said, I, t- I um, like, use it to talk to people. Yep. So, I, um, I actually, <laughs> I talk a lot. You talk so, a lot, so you um, use it I'm, a lot. I am on it a lot, but usually just for the talking side. Now, when I was on TikTok, I was on it for four to five hours a day. It was very addictive. And, um, yeah, just swiping and swiping and swiping. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was really bad. So this is interesting you raise this because no one had mentioned TikTok until right now. You talked about Instagram primarily, Snapchat, Discord, a bit of Facebook, but no TikTok. Is, do the rest of you use TikTok or not? You said you used to use TikTok. Are you off it now? Yeah, because I, w- I went through this stage where I was like, you know, I need to like have more time to myself. I need to do more things for myself, and this is not getting me anywhere. It's not, um, it's not having a positive impact on me. And I'm, I found myself using my phone so, like, so much. And so I, w- I was like, I need to get rid of it. And so I deleted it off my phone, and I've been off it for about uh, five months now. Wow. Some of your peers are excited that you've, uh, you've made that, that decision. Hey, just a quick question, everyone um, in the room here. How many of you actively use TikTok? Wow, I am shocked. I can only see two hands unless you're all lying. There's, oh, three hands. Four. Okay, there's about five hands. I'm in a, a tent for probably about, I don't know, about 60 or 70 people here, and only like f- around five people raising their hand. Everywhere I've been across Australia in the last probably 12 months or so, everyone in your demographic is using um, TikTok. So my question is, why aren't you guys? I'm not saying you should, but why aren't you actively using TikTok? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Savannah. Um, I actually am using TikTok. You are? Um, because I use it for edits. For edits. Explain that to me. What's an edit? Um, so I like to make these edits of this movie that I really enjoy, and I post them on TikTok. So you take a, a piece of content and then you sort of cut it down, is it? And then you repost it sort of thing. Okay, cool. So it's kind of a content creator sort of space. All right, how about the rest of you? Why aren't you, we know why um, Annabelle is not using TikTok. What are the rest of you? Because I just never got into it to download the app. <laughs> so you're too old then. It's for the next generation, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. Right, how old are you again? 16. Yeah, so 16-year-old, too old for TikTok. All right, cool. <laughs> Anyone else? Um, yeah, I, I actually had the same thing as Annabella. I used to use it tons and tons, and then I was like, oh, I'm not doing much, so it's not helping me, it's not benefiting me, so I kind of just got rid of it. So, yeah, I don't use it anymore, but I, I used to for a long time. Okay. And, and not to say that there isn't benefits of it, because sure. there is. There's like a lot of really good videos and contents that they put up there, but there is also a lot of bad, and it's very addicting. Okay, so let's. Uh, were you going to say something, oh, Caleb? Okay. 
Now, so let's, let's go into that. We're talking about the bad. We've got to go to a break in just a minute. But in the context of the bad, what are the bad things that you guys have experienced on social media? We've mentioned the, uh, the, um, the famous unso- uh, unsolicited pics that get sent through. What other things do you guys have found bad? Um, so I'm trying to keep this PG, but like traps as you're just scrolling through like those interesting pictures of... Things that will come up as you're just swiping through. Right. And On what platform are you talking about specifically? Um, all of them? Or all just, of them. Just okay. every one. It's kind of hard to escape. Okay. Like also, like, once you start scrolling through the reels, like short reels, you just don't stop. You're like, oh, I'll just go to the next one. I'll just finish the next one. But like, oh, that's really cool. I'll go to the next one. You go for like hours and hours like without even realizing. And that could be like a really, you know, time, like, time consuming. Yeah. So you, so you reckon, and I'm, I'm actually quite impressed with this conversation, to be honest with you, because you actually are recognizing your own behavior using these platforms and going, hey, this isn't healthy. Wow, that, that's, that's really surprising, because I think most um, parents and you know, teachers and that sort of demographic, they think you guys don't have a clue, that you can't see the traps and can't see the dangers of it, you're just like these mindless, numb people like zombies just using this stuff and that probably is a case for some but for you guys you you seem very very intelligent congratulations yeah round of applause for our intelligent panel all right we're going to go to a break right now and when we come back we're going to continue this conversation of the good the bad and ugly of social media and don't forget to stick around for today's code word which you absolutely going to want to get to add to your resources we'll be right back after this with the faith experiment The Faith Experiment is made possible because of people like you. If you enjoy what we are doing, please consider supporting us by making a donation on our website at faithfm.com.au slash donate.
listening to The Faith Experiment with Robbie Bergen, right across Australia, right here on Faith FM. Okay, welcome back. This is episode 52 of The Faith Experiment. Called, we're calling it um, Social Media, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. I am joined with a panel of six young people from right across New South Wales at this big camp. And we've been talking about before the break how that social media has got good benefits to it in some aspects of it, which is primarily you guys are saying it's entertaining, but the better thing I think is that you're talking about it's a channel for communication in a, a sort of international context. You can talk to friends without having to have SIM cards and all that sort of good stuff. So we, we started touching on bad, the bad aspects of social media before the break. I want to talk about the ugly. What's the ugly side of social media? So not just the bad, but the ugly. I think personally... You know, never before has so much entertainment and information been accessible at, you know, the click of a finger. And, you know, when you're going through reels and you're going through these short videos, you get this quick dopamine rush and it just, it loops you in and it keeps you trapped and you, you keep coming back for that. And then as you go more and more and you keep watching, when you come off it, you're not content with being bored because we've got entertainment at the click of a finger. And so it's causing us to start always wanting something, always craving something, so we can't be content with just resting. So you actually can see that it's changing your behavior. Wow. Yeah, it's, it, it affects how you think and it affects how you, you know, you can't just be around a situation because you've got entertainment at you know, the click of a finger. You can talk to people whenever you want. And so it doesn't allow us to you know, wait and it, it really drives your patient down, patience down. Ah, okay, okay. And I think what what I like about Big Camp is that the service here is terrible. And so, you know... (laughs) When you say service, for our listeners at home, what we're talking about is there is almost virtually no cell reception, no mobile reception. So the service for our um, phones and things pretty much doesn't work. That's what you're talking about. Not the services in the programs. (laughs) So... um, like it's it's pushing uh, youth especially to get off of their phones to meet new people to actually have a, f- a discussion face to face with people um, because you know they get on their phone and it doesn't load and so they're they're turning to the person beside them and like oh do you have you know do you have cell reception and they're like oh no and then you start to like talking yeah, about actually have a real conversation yeah yeah wow all right. Um, I'm going to ask a question to the audience. What is something that you find that is really, really ugly about the social media world? Is bullying. bullying. Someone's shouted out bullying. Have you guys experienced bullying at all on social media? I have. You have. We don't want to unpack that. You have too. Like, yeah, a little bit. And, and how, do you, how do you navigate that? Uh, avoid, block, basically <laughs> just like... Use the power of social shaking, media. They're all shaking their head. They're all shaking their head, laughing at... <laughs> so blocking, is it? Yeah. So basically, if someone's harassing you or something like that, you can block them. So that stops them from seeing your posts, stops them from seeing your stories, stops them from being able to message you. Um, basically, they, you, they've just got like this brick wall between them and you and they can't get to you. You can also report people... And um, and then uh, whether you report them on um, Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever, uh, the organisation will actually look into it um, and can ban them from from the platform. From the platform. Anybody in the crowd um, blocked somebody before on social media? Let me see the hands. Actually, shout out so I can hear. We can hear it. Wow, there's a lot of blocking happening. Okay, someone in the audience before just told us bullying. What was another one? I heard someone else shout out something. What's that? 
Spying. Ah, spying. Talk to me about spying on social media. It's just, you know, there's so much... Or stalking, it's called too, yeah, right? Yeah, stalking. Much you, can, yeah, you can stalk people from different platforms, especially if they have multiple platforms like Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all of that. You can find out so much about their life. And if they've, you know, shared something, you can go to people connected with them and find out what they've shared about them. And then you can put so much together just from that. How does that... Sorry, go ahead, Annabelle. I watched this video that was actually really interesting. Um, there was... Uh, it was showing this, like hacker person that had gone through this this um this young lady's uh instagram uh profile and it was it was a setup to like show how easily it is to get information of people and they ended up getting um her name her social security number her um her bank details her card details her email her phone number her like like all the information to you know steal money from her like find basically her stealing identity right yeah yeah wow and how do you get get like how do you solve that problem call the authorities change passwords and stop posting delete your account there's really nothing you can do once you've posted stuff yeah. i think also before that happens to filter through what you're posting because it like you're you're posting for everyone to see so right. you got to be careful what you're allowing people to see. Yeah, because you, you're already you're already taking your personal life, and you're sort of just you you think you're putting it out with your friends, but it can be accessible and exposed at any point, right? It can go out to the masses. Screenshots. Yeah, screenshots, right? Okay, guys, I want to give you a couple of Bible texts, and let me let me hear your thoughts about these texts in light of social media. So we're we're obviously all Christians sitting around the table here. We live in a world where social media is it's both a powerful tool. We want to talk about that in a few seconds too. Why it is a powerful tool, but also some of the the things as Christians we need to be aware of while we're using these platforms. I want to shout out a couple of verses here. This one comes from the the book of Psalms. Um, Psalm 101 verse 3 and this is what the Bible says it says I will set no wicked thing before my eyes I will set no wicked thing before my eyes so as a follower of Jesus um, we believe that uh, we should remove wickedness from being the focus of our attention now I'm on uh, quite a few platforms of social media and it's primarily from a, a missional perspective, not really from a personal. I don't share what I ate for lunch. I don't share which motel I checked into. I don't share all that stuff. I literally sort of just post more missional stuff. But I find, and I'm a pastor, right? I find that I'll, I'll be on there and I'll post something for Faith FM or something. And the next thing up comes, uh, uh, this is on Facebook, comes up with a reel. And then it's like something catchy right down the little, you know, they play that loop around for like one second, loop, 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 loop. And so you're like, what's that? I'll, just have a quick little look. You tap it, and it's like, oh, that was interesting. And then that's over in 30 sec- uh, 60 seconds, and up comes something else. And you, you find yourself going down this rabbit hole, and the next thing, they're showing me things that, as a Christian, I would not normally be seeking out, but it's right there. Talk to me about this principle of being a Christian. How do we manage being a Christian with this principle of not setting something that's, that's um, impure before our eyes in a social media world? What would you guys say to people who are listening? Um, you... Swipe really fast away because the longer you're on it, it will they go, oh, that person likes this, and ah. it will then keep showing. Or just report the post, and then those sort of posts won't show up. But it's still really hard to. Yeah. Okay. Also, like being a Christian, you need to filter the things you see because the things you see also like can affect you mentally. Because like as you scroll through, you don't really like 
choose what you're going to look at because you just go through. So if you just continue to go through, you're going to eventually go through something that might actually affect you, something that could like result you to like be tempted. Mm. Yeah. So that's like... Okay, any, others, any ideas from the audience here? What can we do to balance this uh, biblical principle as a Christian and the reality of social media? Any ideas? Turn your phone off. <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty good point. You can, uh, um, there are apps now that they've made that um, can uh, time out. So you have, um, so you're, you're, on, you're on Instagram, but your app that you've downloaded to time it um, said that you can only have 30 minutes on Instagram. So you can be on Instagram and then your friend, like it just switches off and takes it out saying that your time is up. Oh, so it's like a it's like a assistant to help you yeah. just enforce so, what you wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. Anybody using that sort of system on their phones? Wow, very good. I can see quite a few hands going up. Excellent. All right. Here's another principle. We've got a few minutes left before we uh, wrap up this episode. Another principle is I actually think the social media, despite the ugly side of it and the bad side of it, I think there is some actual really powerful good sides to it. And one of the things that I want to just throw out to you guys have a think about and have a conversation about is a passage that comes from the Old Testament book of Daniel. The book of Daniel, in the last chapter, in chapter 12, verse 4, it says, um, God's speaking to Daniel. He says, Daniel, shut up the words of this book and seal it to the time of the end because many will run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Now, in the context of this, is talking about the knowledge of these prophecies, but I think there's also an application that as we get closer to the return of Jesus and these sorts of things, something's going to change in society where knowledge is not just going to increase, but it's going to go faster and further than we could possibly imagine. As Christians, how are you using social media in the perspective of missional work, like sharing faith, those sorts of things? Do you happen have a chance to do that? I think, you know, since... The bigger thing for me is just being apparent and clear about my faith. You know, if I make a post, I make sure that, you know, you can mention Gordon, you can, you can make it clear that that's what you do first. And it, having the ease of access and ease of communication with so many people, you can have conversations with people about these things even when you're not right there. You can share certain ideas, certain posts that might be beneficial towards, you know, Gordon to those things. What I like to do is, so on your profile you can add, like, a couple of things uh that, um, you know, just to describe yourself a little bit. Like a bio? Yeah, 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 yeah. your bio. So um, uh, on mine, I say God first, but like on the top. Um, to Round of applause sure. for that. <laughs> That's making your statement of faith, wearing a badge on sleeve. Yeah, very and good. Other things like when I'm posting on um, my stories or things like that, I'll post like Bible verses or um, things like that that, uh, you know, give it encouragement to other friends that might be looking on. Um, and, you know, it's it's something that's good to just show people that uh, this is something that I'm into, this is something that I believe in. Um, and I've had many people talk about it as well, um, have asked me about it, like, what is this? And I think it's just a good way to, like, share my faith. Yeah, excellent. Anyone else? But also for, as in like a group, like a church or like an organization, you could use platform because Instagram, for instance, has like billions of users. So like the ability to reach out compared to like before social media is just so much more like bigger. So using that platform to post, like do videos of what you're doing and just like advertising your church and stuff, that could be like a huge way to build a community and help people to learn more about you know, who you are and like what's happening. Excellent. 
Um, I know for me, this may make me sound a bit stingy, but I don't post <laughs> uh, Christian content, but I don't post bad content. I post educational content, so I don't see a point to put God in because it's irrelevant to what I'm posting what you're doing. about. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. On my personal account, though, I do post some yep. inspirational God stuff. All right, guys, we need to wrap this up. Is there any closing remarks you'd like to share with Australia about your perspective of social media? Annabella. Overall, I think that um, social media can be a very good thing. It can be a way to, uh, you know, talk to people, um, share your faith, all sorts of things. But there is a lot of ugly sides to it. And I think um, as teens, as youth, even as adults, um, to constantly be... Uh, aware of those dangers will be bene- very beneficial um, because they are still there. Like, and you can't. You, you can't, can't completely remove it. Yeah, you can't yeah. remove yeah. it. I think, yeah, just being really aware that you are going to be shown things that you might not want to see. You are going to be shown things that might tempt you. But having you know your time with God, and it comes down to the person of how you choose to use it. At the end of the day, it's your free will on. You know, your social media is you choose what to post, you choose what you're seeing, you choose how long you're scrolling for. And so just being really aware that, you know, there are these bad things on it, there are explicit things that you might see. And knowing that you have to, you know, you should you should always have time away from it and have time to, you know, come back to God and just being aware that you can't let it get too deep, you can't keep going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Lulu. Um. I don't have it, so people at school have taken it as an advantage. So, so one of my friends came up to me saying, hey, do you have a TikTok account? I answered with no, and then they said, someone's impersonating you on TikTok. Oh, so wow. someone created an account of me on TikTok, and they've been in like impersonating me, and I don't know what they've posted, and I don't know what they're going to post. So, yeah. Wow, so you're able to talk to some authority figures in the school or in your life that can help resolve that? Yeah, I've talked to my mum about it. She said to like talk to people that people suspect that it is. Yeah. But I don't know if it's still going and I don't I still don't know who's doing it. Wow. Well we can talk offline about how you can sort of fix that problem as best as we can. Any other closing remarks over this side of the table? <laughs> no. No? Savannah? Uh, all good. All right, guys. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on this episode of The Faith Experiment. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have a great giveaway to give you. It's called The Planet in Rebellion. To get this epi- uh, to get this resource on this episode, you need to take out your phone right now and text the number. Text to the number 0488-45311. That's 0488-45311. You text the code word. It's the hash symbol followed by FE for Faith Experiment and 52 for number 52. So that's hash FE52. Text that to 0488-45311 and we will get this great book, The Planet in Rebellion, sent out to you as soon as possible. Well, thank you, everyone, and thank you to the audience sitting here who has witnessed The Faith Experiment, episode 52. Round of applause to everyone. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure being here. And for those listening right across Australia today, we will see you next week at the exact same time right here on Faith FM. You have been listening to The Faith Experiment with Robbie Bergen right across Australia, right here on Faith FM. 
Connect with us via text message on 0488 453 11. That's 0488 453 11. Or send an email to robbie at faithfm.com.au and let us know what you thought of this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode of The Faith Experiment, please help us get the word out by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Hey, guess what? Robbie here. This is a bonus. The Faith Experiment is going to be going live. Not on radio, but in person. Check out faithfm.com.au slash events to see where I'll be visiting next. I'll be visiting towns and cities right across Australia presenting the faith experiment in person so if you'd like to join me come say hello or just dig deeper into these amazing manuscripts and put some faith into experimentation check out faithfm.com.au events and see where i'll be visiting next